Welcome to the Daily Bible Read 2023. This podcast is based on copyrighted materials assembled and owned by Ben Phillips of Teach Faith at Home, the link to which is provided in the show notes. Permission has been granted for the use of these materials in the production of this podcast. My name is Steve Hafner of The Public Reader. Let's begin today's Bible Read. For orientation purposes, here's some metadata about today's episode. This is episode 89 of 313 planned episodes for the Daily Bible Read 2023. The scheduled date for this daily read is Friday, April the 14th. We are in week 15 of the reading plan and we have reached the 104th day of 2023, which means there are 261 days remaining in the year. May the Lord guide our steps on each of these days. At the conclusion of today's episode, we will have completed 28.53% of the reading plan. Today, we return to Psalm and read chapter 130, and then start our read of 2 Samuel chapters 1 through 3. As always, when we touch a book for the first time, we will summarize where we have been in the Daily Bible Read 2023 chronological journey. In Genesis, we witness the founding of the Hebrew nation. In Job, we explored the problem of suffering. In Exodus, God established his covenant with the Hebrew nation. In Numbers, we journeyed to the promised land. In Deuteronomy, God documented his laws for the Hebrew nation. In Joshua, God led the Hebrew nation in its conquest of Canaan. In Judges, we laid witness to the first 300 years of history in the land. In Ruth, we discover the roots of the Messianic family of David, because Ruth is the great-grandmother of David. In the first book of Samuel, God establishes and organizes the kingdom. In the book of Psalm, we have the national hymn book of Israel. In the second book of Samuel, we will cover the reign of David. Psalm chapter 130 My soul waits for the Lord, a song of ascents. Out of the depths I cry to you, O Lord. O Lord, Hear my voice. Let your ears be attentive to the voice of my pleas for mercy. If you, O Lord, should mark iniquities, O Lord, who could stand? But with you there is forgiveness, that you may be feared. I wait for the Lord, my soul waits, and in his word I hope. My soul waits for the Lord more than watchmen for the morning, more than watchmen for the morning. O Israel, hope in the Lord. For with the Lord there is steadfast love, with him is plentiful redemption, and he will redeem Israel from all his iniquities. 2 Samuel chapter 1 David hears of Saul's death. After the death of Saul, when David had returned from striking down the Amalekites, David remained two days in Ziklag, and on the third day, behold, a man came from Saul's camp, with his clothes torn and dirt on his head. And when he came to David, he fell to the ground and paid homage. David said to him, Where do you come from? And he said to him, I have escaped from the camp of Israel. And David said to him, How did it go? Tell me. And he answered, The people fled from the battle, and also many of the people have fallen and are dead. And Saul and his son Jonathan are also dead. Then David said to the young man who told him, How do you know that Saul and his son are dead? And the young man who told him said, By chance I happened to be on Mount Gilboa, and there was Saul leaning on his spear. And behold, the chariots and the horsemen were close upon him. 
And when he looked behind him, he saw me, and he called to me, and I answered, Here I am. And he said to me, Who are you? And I answered him, I am an Amalekite. And he said to me, Stand beside me and kill me, for anguish has seized me, and yet my life still lingers. So I stood beside him and killed him, because I was sure that he could not live after he had fallen. And I took the crown that was on his head and the armlet that was on his arm, and I had brought them here to my Lord. Then David took off his clothes and tore them, and so did all the men who were with him. And they mourned and wept and fasted until evening for Saul, and for Jonathan his son, and for the people of the Lord, and for the house of Israel, because they had fallen by the sword. And David said to the young man who told him, Where do you come from? And he answered, I am the son of a sojourner, an Amalekite. David said to him, How is it you were not afraid to put out your hand to destroy the Lord's anointed? Then David called one of the young men and said, Go, execute him. And he struck him down so that he died. And David said to him, Your blood be on your head, for your own mouth has testified against you, saying, I have killed the Lord's anointed. David's Lament for Saul and Jonathan And David lamented with his lamentation over Saul and Jonathan his son, and he said, It should be taught to the people of Judah, because it is written in the book of Jasser. He said, Your glory, O Israel, is slain on your high place. How the mighty have fallen. Tell it not in Gath, publish it not in the streets of Ashkelon, lest the daughters of the Philistines rejoice, lest the daughters of the uncircumcised exult. The mountains of Gilboa, let there be no dew or rain upon you, nor fields of offerings. For there the shield of the mighty was defiled, the shield of Saul not anointed with oil. From the blood of the slain, from the fat of the mighty, the bow of Jonathan turned not back, the sword of Saul returned not empty. Saul and Jonathan, beloved and lovely, in life and in death they were not divided, they were swifter than eagles, they were stronger than lions. Your daughters of Israel weep over Saul, who clothed you luxuriously in scarlet, who put ornaments of gold on your apparel. How the mighty have fallen in the midst of battle. Jonathan lies slain on your high places. I am distressed for you, my brother Jonathan. Very pleasant have you been to me. Your love to me was extraordinary, surpassing the love of women. How the mighty have fallen, and the weapons of war perished. Second Samuel chapter 2, David anointed king of Judah. After this, David inquired of the Lord, Shall I go up into any of the cities of Judah? And the Lord said to him, Go up. David said, To which shall I go up? And he said, To Hebron. So David went up there, and his two wives also, Ahinoam of Jezreel and Abigail the widow of Nabal of Carmel. And David brought up his men who were with him, everyone with his household, and they lived in the towns of Hebron. And the men of Judah came, and there they anointed David king over the house of Judah. When they told David, it was the men of Jabesh-Gilead who buried Saul, David sent messengers to the men of Jabesh-Gilead and said to them, May you be blessed by the Lord, because you showed his loyalty to Saul, your Lord, and buried him. Now may the Lord show steadfast love and faithfulness to you, and I will do good to you, because you have done this thing. Now, therefore, let your hands be strong and be valiant, for Saul your Lord is dead, and the house of Judah has anointed me king over them. Ishbosheth made king of Israel. 
But Abner, the son of Ner, commander of Saul's army, took Ishbosheth, the son of Saul, and brought him over to Manai. And he made him king over Gilead and the Asherites and Jezreel and Ephraim and Benjamin and all Israel. Ishbosheth, Saul's son, was forty years old when he began to reign over Israel. He reigned two years. But the house of Judah followed David. And the time that David was king in Hebron over the house of Judah was seven years and six months. The Battle of Gibeon. Abner, the son of Ner, and the servants of Ishbosheth, the son of Saul, went out from Mahanim to Gibeon. And Joab, the son of Zuriah, and the servants of David went out and met them at the pool of Gibeon. And they sat down, the one on the one side of the pool and the other on the other side of the pool. And Abner said to Joab, Let the young men arise and compete before us. And Joab said, Let them arise. Then they arose and passed over by number, twelve for Benjamin and Ishbosheth the son of Saul, and twelve for the servants of David. And each caught his opponent by the head and thrust his sword in his opponent's side, so they fell down together. Therefore that place was called Helkath Hezerim, which is at Gibeon. And the battle was very fierce that day, and Abner and the men of Israel were beaten before the servants of David. And the three sons of Zuriah were there, Joab, Abishai, and Ashel. Now Ashahel was as swift of foot as a wild gazelle, and Asahel pursued Abner, and he went. He turned neither to the right hand nor to the left from following Abner. Then Abner looked behind him and said, Is it you, Asahel? And he answered, It is I. Abner said to him, Turn aside to your right hand or to your left, and seize one of the young men and take his spoil. But Asahel would not turn aside from following him. And Abner said again to Asahel, Turn aside from following me. Why should I strike you to the ground? How then could I lift up my face to your brother Joab? But he refused to turn aside. Therefore Abner struck him in the stomach with the butt of his spear, so that the spear came out at, out at his back. And he fell there and died where he was, and all who came to the place where Asahel had fallen and died stood still. But Joab and Abishai pursued Abner, and as the sun was going down, they came to the hill of Amma, which lies before Gaia on the way to the wilderness of Gibeon. And the people of Benjamin gathered themselves together behind Abner and became one group and took their stand on the top of the hill. Then Abner called to Joab, Shall the sword devour forever? Do you not know that the end will be bitter? How long will it be before you tell your people to turn from their pursuit of their brothers? And Joab said, As God lives, if you had not spoken, surely the men would have not given up the pursuit of their brothers until the morning. So Joab blew the trumpet, and all the men stopped and pursued Israel no more, nor did they fight any more. And Abner and his men went all that night through the Arabah. They crossed the Jordan, and marching the whole morning, they came to Mahanaim. Joab returned from the pursuit of Abner. And when he had gathered all the people together, there were missing from David's servants nineteen men beside Asahel. But the servants of David had struck down of Benjamin three hundred and sixty of Abner's men, and they took up Asahel and buried him in the tomb of his father, which was at Bethlehem. And Joab and his men marched all night, and the day broke upon them at Hebron. Second Samuel chapter 3 Abner joins David. 
there was a long war between the house of Saul and the house of David. And David grew stronger and stronger while the house of Saul became weaker and weaker. The sons were born to David at Hebron. His firstborn was Amnon of Ahinoam of Jezreel, and his second child, Chiliab of Abigail, the widow of Nabal of Carmel, and the third, Absalom, the son of Makkah, the daughter of Talmai, king of Jeshur, and the fourth, Adonahijah, the son of Higgith, and the fifth, Shephathiah, the son of Ab- Abital, and the sixth, Ithrium of Eglah, David's wife. There were born to David, these were born to David in Hebron. While there was war between the house of Saul and the house of David, Abner was making himself strong in the house of Saul. Now Saul had a concubine whose name was Rispah, the daughter of Aiah, the Ishbosheth, said to Abner, Why have you gone into my father's concubine? Then Abner was very angry over the words of Ishbosheth and said, Am I a dog's head of Judah? To this day I keep showing steadfast love to the house of Saul your father, to his brothers, and to his friends, and have I not given you into the hand of David? And yet you charge me today with a fault concerning a woman. God do so to Abner, and more also if I do not accomplish for David what the Lord has sworn to him, to transfer the kingdom from the house of Saul and set up the throne of David over Israel and over Judah, from Dan to Beersheba. And Ishbosheth could not answer Abner another word, because he feared him. And Abner sent messengers to David on his behalf, saying, To whom does the land belong? Make your covenant with me, and behold, my hand shall be with you to bring over all of Israel to you. And he said, Good, I will make a covenant with you, but one thing I require of you, that is, You shall not see my face unless you first bring me Michael, Saul's daughter, when you come to see my face. Then David sent messengers to Ishbosheth, Saul's son, saying, Give me my wife Michael, for whom I paid the bridal price of a hundred foreskins of the Philistines. And Ishbosheth sent and took her from her husband Paltiel, the son of Laesh. But her husband went with her, weeping after her all the way to Barium. Then Abner said to him, Go, return. And he returned. And Abner conferred with the elders of Israel, saying, For some time past you have been seeking David as king over you. Now then bring it about. For the Lord has promised David, saying, By the hand of my servant David, I will save my people Israel from the hand of the Philistines and from the hand of all their enemies. Abner also spoke to Benjamin, and then Abner went to tell David at Hebron all that Israel and all the whole house of Benjamin thought good to do. When Abner came with twenty men to David at Hebron, David made a feast for Abner and the men who were with him. And Abner said to David, I will arise and go, and I will gather all Israel to my lord, the king, that they may make a covenant with you, and that you may reign over all that your heart desires. So David sent Abner away, and he went in peace. Just then the servants of David arrived, with Joab from a raid, bringing much spoil with them. But Abner was not with David at Hebron, for he had sent him away, and he had gone in peace. When Joab and all the army that was with him came, it was told to Joab, Abner the son of Ner came to the king, and he has let him go, and he has gone in peace. 
Then Joab went to the king and said, What have you done? Behold, Abner came to you? Why is it that you have sent him away so that he is gone? You know that Abner the son of Ner came to deceive you, and to know your going out and your coming in, and to know all that you are doing. Joab murders Abner. When Joab came out from David's presence, he sent messengers after Abner, and they brought him back from the cistern of Sirah. But David did not know about it. And when Abner returned to Hebron, Joab took him aside into the midst of the gate to speak with him privately. And there he struck him in the stomach so that he died for the blood of Asahel, his brother. Afterward, when David heard of it, he said, I and my kingdom are forever guiltless before the Lord for the blood of Abner the son of Ner. May it fall upon the head of Joab and upon all his father's house. And may the house of Joab never be without one who has a discharge or who is leprous or holds a spindle or who falls by the sword or who lacks bread. So Joab and Abishai, his brother, killed Abner because he had put his brother Asahel to death in the battle of Gibeon. David mourns Abner. Then David said to Joab and to all the kings who were with him, Tear your clothes and put on sackcloth and mourn before Abner. And King David followed the bier. They buried Abner at Hebron. And the king lifted up his voice and wept at the grave of Abner. And all the people wept. And the king lamented for Abner, saying, Should Abner die as a fool dies? Your hands were not bound. Your feet were not fettered. As one falls before the wicked, you have fallen. And all the people wept again over him. Then all the people came to persuade David to eat bread while it was yet day. But David swore, saying, God, do so to me, and more also if I taste bread or anything else till the sun goes down. And all the people took notice of it, and it pleased them, as everything that the king did pleased all the people. So all the people of, and all Israel understood that day that it had not been the king's will to put to death Abner the son of Ner. And the king said to his servants, Do you not know that a prince and a great man has fallen this day in Israel? And I was gentle today, though anointed king. These men, the sons of Zuriah, are more severe than I. The Lord repay the evildoer according to his wickedness. Our Father in heaven, I just uh, realized I did not pray before reading scripture. My apologies. Uh, Our Father in Heaven, thank you for this day. Thank you, as always, for your written word. Um, I just uh, pray for those that uh, may be seeking healing of some kind, Lord, may be uh, going through a situation they don't really understand the why of it. Uh, I pray that you reveal your will to you in these dire times of need that so many people go through, Lord. Uh, God, just uh, guide our steps, uh, just as you guide David uh, all those years ago, Lord. We ask for that same guidance for ourselves. Give us wisdom to face the situations we are in, uh, and give us what we need to make it through the day, God. We love you and ask for the forgiveness of our sins. All right. This month's memory verse challenge is 
Matthew chapter 19, verses 4 through 6. Have you not read that he who created them from the beginning made them male and female and said, Therefore a man shall leave his father and his mother and hold fast to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh? So they are no longer two, but one flesh. What therefore God has joined together, let not man separate. Matthew chapter 19, verses 4 through 6. Well, that wraps up episode 89. I thank God and you for supporting this podcast. May God's word continue to be heard and heeded until his return. Amen. See you tomorrow. Thank you for listening to the Daily Bible Read 2023. The Daily Bible Read 2023 podcast is based on copyrighted materials assembled and owned by Ben Phillips of Teach Faith at Home, the link to which is provided in the show notes. Permission has been granted for the use of these materials in the production of this podcast. The Daily Bible Read 2023 podcast itself is independently produced by the public reader and is voiced by Steve Hafner. It is provided as a service without cost. It is intended to provide listeners with the opportunity to familiarize themselves with the Bible and its teachings. The English Standard Version is the source of each daily reading. You are encouraged to use this podcast to supplement your daily reading and quiet time and is not intended to be a replacement for it. Each month, we are encouraged to memorize a section of Scripture as a part of our efforts to make God's Word a part of our daily walk and a part of our core mental fabric. We will use this memory verse as a part of each episode's content. The second link in the podcast notes provides you with tips for helping you establish your daily quiet time and other reference material to supplement your daily readings. Occasionally, we will take time after the daily read to explore the resources available in this link, so you're aware of some of the resources that are available to you as you learn more about how God loves you and wants to be a part of your life.